You're listening to Agent Cast, Cluster D, for Season 7, Episodes 15 and 16. Paul Mackey in my living room, Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife Darcy and my dog that's dropping things against the grate over there. You probably hear the bong. No, that's not a bong. That's not the, it's not the bong bridge. Hi. Hi, that's Darcy. Uh, we've also got with us our expert John Pavlich. Greetings. And our other expert Annie. Hey. And that's it this time. We have Moose and Missy. We do not have a guest and we do not have Yvette this time. Well, I don't think Moose and Missy are going to rate, though. Well, they're... (laughs) (laughs) Missy, you're in charge of stats this week. Yes, Missy. Okay. Get the spreadsheet. She doesn't know what spreadsheet is. Yvette has been... uh, Eat the spreadsheet. Got it. Yvette has been struck with uh, Christmas fever. She is is building gingerbread houses. She's like doing a town. That would be awesome. What's that? She's doing a town? Yeah. Yeah, A gingerbread town? Gingerbread town. Like that one that we went to? In yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. They probably have it again this year. They do, but, yeah. you know. It's like that thing in uh, at the beginning of Beetlejuice, but it's all made out of gingerbread. Pretty much. Yeah. That'd be cool. Do you guys remember when you were kids, did you ever get, um, there were, there were like little cardboard towns that you could punch out of a book and like fold it all up and it it'd make a little town? Did you ever get those? I never did, but. Uh, it was really cool. Best toy. Ever. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I ever got one, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They don't make those anymore. They should. Uh-huh. Well, we've got a couple episodes, and uh, with a uh, reduced number of people and reduced number of episodes in this cluster, this is probably going to be a rather short episode, but uh, something for you to listen to on your uh, commute or something, along with some other things. For sure. So why don't we start in with uh, episode 15. Yes, episode 15 from season 7, Repo Man. The brothers reconnect with a former possession victim, worried the demon may try again. Meanwhile, Sam is finding it impossible to get rid of his Lucifer figment. Um, personally, I like that this was, like, I mean, it was partially because it was it was partially flashback, but it was a more or less standard demon story, complete with a be-careful-what-you-wish-for element in it. Because, uh, you know, he's like, oh, well, I'm just going to get the demon back. But the demon didn't want to join up with him anymore. Is that young uh, college uh, college student to jump into instead. But he was missing an ear. Huh? <laughs> well, he, <laughs> he wasn't missing it. We know where it is. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Well, no, <laughs> they burned it up, right, to find him. Uh, didn't, did they say burn it? Yeah. They had oh. to, like, burn it right. to find him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, missing an ear. You don't get that back after you burn it. Chemical reactions, no. it's just done. No. Okay. What'd you like? Mm-hmm. Oh, what did I like? Let's see. I liked. Uh, oh, I liked the the the, the librarian uh, red herring. That was pretty good. That's the second episode, isn't it? 
No, it isn't. No, that that is the first one. Never mind. I got it mixed up. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What are you talking about? I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You are crazy. Well, I watched the second one today and the first one yesterday. Well, me too. But I also went back and checked on some things in the first one so they all blended in together. See, now you you screwed yourself up by going back in time. Yeah. I know how that goes. I hate when that happens. Space-time continuum. You broke it. It's your own fault. You're right. I'm sorry. The Librarian Red Herring. Yes. Okay. That was what I liked. Cool. Anybody else like anything? I like uh, Sam's buddy cop thing with uh, Lucifer, working the case with Lucifer. Anytime Mark Pellegrino's on the show, it's like extra fun for me because he's just such a great Lucifer. At the same time... Uh, the whole portrayal in this episode is my low point, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, my favorite part of the episode was the dog. It's just, I'm a sucker, you know. It's like, oh, look, a doggy. Puppy. That made me happy. But that does segue into uh, the part <laughs> of the episode. Low point? Also the low point. Was that they killed the dog. Yeah, that yeah. was one of my low points. As that well was... as... Uh... I, I don't know. I didn't... Okay, the <clears throat> Lucifer character hmm. is very much annoying, just as an ex of mine was. Well, as the, uh, as the, uh, um, as the uh, SupernaturalWiki.com points out, it is actually... You remember that it is Hal Lucifer. Hallucination Hal Lucifer. Lucifer. Well, it's <laughs> funny, but I'm just letting you know that I went through... I don't know. How long did I date that guy, too? I don't know. It was a number of years, and that was that he was that kind of annoying, like all the time at me. It was very tiresome. That's charming. He, he sung at you all the time and didn't let you sleep. Sometimes, yeah. Oh, that's that's terrible. <laughs> I had issues. I had all kinds of issues. So. But yeah, it really upset me when they killed the dog, especially because like just before they killed the dog, the dog did the cutest thing ever by by carrying the the cone of shame. Aww. I thought that was adorable, and then they went and killed the dog, and I was like, "Stop doing this! I hate this cheap trick that they do." Mm-hmm. It's like, "Oh look, a, a precious animal. Let's kill it." Uh, yeah, that was that was my low point, by the way. I don't know if I had directly spoke it out, but uh, spell needs a dog liver and <clears throat> or a dog heart or something. I don't know, dog organ meat. He, yeah, he did it really quickly. He was just like, "Boop, up, kill the dog. Here's the thing." Here's like, with, yeah. Mm. So we're all in agreement that that was rotten. That was that was a big no-no. But yeah. yeah, killing the puppers a low point. Poor dog. I also like was really turned off though. But as much as I yeah I love uh, Lucifer, pretty much anytime he shows up, Mark has really sort of got fun diabolical down, and I just I love it pretty much anytime he's on screen, but. In this particular episode, uh, a lot of his, you know, being the devil, and I understand he's being the devil, was, was the uh, very misogynistic and yeah. fat shaming. Yeah. And there was a rape joke. Yeah. Oh God. Really. Oh, you're a really bad one. Like a rape really your bad. wit. A wittier rape. Yeah. yeah really, really terrible oh, play on work. I missed that. Whoops. Yeah, it was real quick. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, I agree. Like it's one of those things where it's like it's. Like I get what they're doing, you know. I'm not supposed to like him. Yeah. Like that. What makes it even worse, though, is that that's just the devil in Sam's head. In Sam's head, yeah. 
That's that's Sam's head coughing up that nasty stuff. Right, pretty much. Well, it's because his head's been altered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could. That's the sort of get out of jail free card you could you could afford Sam in something like this. I guess. It just sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but that was kind of a buzzkill for me. I do like this episode quite a lot, but every time they, you know, said something like that, I was like, really? You can't find a better way to be evil. Well, does uh, anyone want to lead off with some quote? I've got two of them listed on mine. Oh, I've just got one. I should probably... Uh, I got, come on, Sam. Pay attention to me. I'm bored. <laughs> I enjoyed the uh, right here in my discontinued periodicals. <laughs> it was quite the line to pull off. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go with uh, good morning, Vietnam. Huh. Or I, I, I only wrote down half the quote, so I, the first part, the leading in part, but Dean saying something like, sorry about that, we just had to make sure. And he said, make sure of what? That I peed my pants today? <laughs> <laughs> That's how my life is. Yay! 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 I also like Hallucifer saying, he said, shut up to me. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, two years at least. All of that. Oh God! How did, why did I? What was I thinking? Well, you had just been divorced and left by me. No, no, not that fellow. Before you, sir. Oh, that other guy. Yeah, that one. There's more. There's more than one. Well, you know. I wasn't sure which one you were talking about. Just before but yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, I know that one. Yeah. Wow. You're so nice and not annoying. I'm very glad I chose Yay! you. <laughs> I'm so glad I chose you, Paul. I'm glad we got back around too. Yes. I love that that's where the bar is. You are not annoying, and you're nice. Oh, I, I'm, anno- I'm nice. plenty annoying, but no, I'm not, inten- not. not intentionally annoying. You're not. <laughs> the, the only thing you do that's annoying, you can't help, and that's snoring. And that's not your fault. If I lose some weight, that'll stop a little bit. But it's still not your fault. No. So, it's the only thing you do that's annoying. Very easy to get along with. Okay, thank you. And you are too. <laughs> Well, By the way, there's oh. nothing annoying about you. So. Well, talk to Miss Iris. I'm sure she could point out some things. <laughs> Let me get my list. <laughs> she does. She has a list on all of us. We are all the Uh-oh. least amo- annoying people in the whole world. We're horrible. Iris Faye's list. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long list, man. <laughs> she's gonna. She's gonna live on the beach in Hawaii by herself. Can those dogs get any closer to that? Well, I mean, obviously well, that could. screen's in the way, There's but... screen's in the way, but no, they're, like, pretty much trying to crawl into the fire. It's cold in here. I am not kidding. It's a gas fireplace, so, you know, it's it's sealed off from them. I know. But, but look at them. They're it's pretty hot. They're really trying to get in there. They are. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We digress. Uh, someone, I don't know. I don't know why, but I just had, I just pictured like a like a dog like up against the up against the the grating or whatever, like with like face pressed up against it with paws up against, you know, like, uh. He's pretty much got, like, the side of his face as close to it as he can, but it's hot, it so is he doesn't hot, want so. to touch it. Yeah, he doesn't, he's so smart like, enough not like to touch it, but he's, he he's, like, nuzzling it, burning his nuzzling face. it without actually touching. Yeah. Wow. He's not touching, shake him mad. Hey, does, uh, does anybody win this in your book? Hmm. I, I said, uh, Dean. 
Yeah, I said that uh, if it's not Dean, that nobody wins because Sam's definitely not winning. Yeah, because he's being yeah. <clears throat> uh, somebody help. Why? So why does Dean win? Because he just wasn't being annoyed by Lucifer. Is what I said. Yeah, I I said Dean because Sam is losing his battle with reality. Okay, so it's more default. Yeah. Yeah. I got. It. All right, that's a, that's good enough for me. I'll say Dean. Yeah, if anybody wanted to argue against Dean, I would go to nobody, but uh, I wouldn't go to Sam. No, not Sam. Poor no, me neither. He's having a rough one. All right. Um, well, I, you know, I wouldn't fault this story for anything. I think it's a pretty solid thing, and I, I enjoyed the, the twist that the demon didn't want back in in the first place. And I knew, I knew something. I was like, okay, it's either going to be not what he's expecting in some way that it's not going to be pleasant for him. Or you know, I wasn't sure what was going to go wrong, but I didn't. I didn't anticipate the possessing someone else instead. So uh, I'm going to give it seven out of ten forks tongues. That was pretty good. Yeah, I'll be honest. It it was really hard for me because of the annoying part, and the story was just kind of meh for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm only going to give it um, four out of ten Van Gogh's impediments. <laughs> yeah, uh I enjoyed the episode. It, uh, it was it was decent. Um I do like the twist of of not only um that uh that Jeffrey um <clears throat> that he wasn't actually uh in fear in danger of getting repossessed, but that he uh was actually a serial killer and that the demon had had brought that out of him. Uh, I thought that was an interesting twist. I'm going to give this one uh, 7 out of 10 doggos. Um, I I like this one. I I think it was a pretty solid, solid episode and I I like, I really like the callback to like three seasons ago and this, this whole case is something that happened off screen while they were hunting down Lilith. Mm. Uh, That was, that was a lot of fun and the whole you know, Stockholm syndrome going wrong. Uh, I don't know. It's just just a solid, fun episode with a decent story. Um, and I, I also liked the uh, the way that demon possession sort of ended up turning someone into a serial killer, uh, where you know most people are just happy to be free and survive. Um, so I'm gonna. Well, I was gonna give it. 8 out of 10 Robin Williams impressions. <laughs> but I changed that to 8 out of 10 sad feels when I think about Robin Williams. Aww. That's okay. His daughter's out there being awesome, so. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to ask Yvette to give us some, uh, some who won, who lost, and rating, and I'll play that here. Okay, y'all. So I'm going to be doing a little bit of a watch-along um, where I'll be watching Season 7, Episode 15 and 16. So let's go. And this is Yvette, by the way. Man, right now, the previews gave us Lilith, so I'm assuming this is going to have something to do with Lilith, who I just saw in a Lifetime movie, and she was so cute. All right. Well, you'll be getting back to me in a minute. Is this the first time they've mentioned New Orleans on here? I don't know. Uh. Okay, so they're taking the demon to the hospital. Alright. They go to Idaho a lot, right? Am I wrong about that? It's just like a place I've never thought about ever, and I feel like it's always in this show. 
Okay, Lucifer is back. All right. Why are they... Did I miss something? Like, why are these people talking to him like this? Or is he just watching them? I'm confused. Should I be skeptical about this lady? Hmm. Oh, nothing better happened to this cute dog. I'm going to be real upset. Oh, that's right. Lucifer's in Sam's head. I forgot. Okay, seriously, nothing better happened to the dog. Okay, so it was this lady after all, which is what I think uh, we've already figured out. So Jeffrey was her son? Okay. I mean, this actress is, what, like five years older than the actor playing her son? I don't know if I buy it. Unless she looks amazing. I don't know. Whoa, this episode is so boring. All right, so I just finished that one, and it's not my favorite. I'm going to give it four out of ten cute puppies, and I guess the winner has got to be Dean since Sam is apparently uh, totally insane. Okay. Awesome. Magic. Thank you. Or, or, oops, it didn't happen. Whichever. (laughs) (laughs) One or the other, we don't know what we're going to get. Well, should we move into episode 16? Do it. All right, episode 16 from season 7, Out with the Old. Sam and Dean visit a town gone haywire after a large collection of cursed objects is mistakenly released. Hmm. All right, then. (sighs) So, uh, I... Okay, first. First? I have have to ask you something. Okay. And then I have a first. I have to ask if something occurred to you. Okay. Do you remember a uh, roommate that we had... Okay. ...that was a very uh, obsessive ballerina... Yes. Had a crazy teapot. Do you remember that one? No, no the teapot. I don't remember. You don't remember the teapot. No. You don't remember the brass teapot. No. Okay. Sorry. Do you remember her? Yes. Okay. That was all I could think of during this episode. The end. <laughs> <laughs> she and her boyfriend, and they both had Pat names, but not actually Pat. No. Yes. God, I totally can't remember her name. Uh, it's. Patrick and Patricia? No. Oh. They weren't both. Oh, like it was, I said, they were Pat it was, names. Oh, they... it was Kelly and Sean, right? Sean, yeah. Her yeah. name was Sean and his name was Kelly, and they both could be either way. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah, Pat. I, I, I couldn't. I was like, what are you talking about? Do you want me to cut that part out? Because <laughs> I wasn't going to say the name. Well, so I, was I don't know that, they, you that, I that they're the right ever words. going to get around to this. Oh, you think they might not listen to this? Probably not. <laughs> you know, odds are, Paul. You think they're still together? No. Actually, I know that he had, like, moved to um, Seattle and she went out east somewhere. Okay, so. never mind. Yeah. I wasn't asking for an update. <laughs> uh, hey, so so my, my first off, not, not connected to that, was uh, that uh, one of the cast members of this episode has experience with cursed stuff. Well, in a previous role. George, the, uh, the real estate assistant. Mm-hmm. Is played by a guy named Brian Cuprell, and he has cursed experience with cursed beer. Ah, oh, yes. A, and a okay. cursed frat house, too. Hmm. Wait, are you saying that he was in Beer Bad? He was in Beer Bad and Where the Wild Things Are, both. Oh, my God. He's one of the cavemen. 
And he's actually oh. he's actually literally one of the cavemen too because he was in that spin-off Geico television show too. Oh my god. That's where I know him from. It was driving me nuts the entire episode because I was like cuz he he's actually he's my um the best thing I like about this episode cuz normally I would say Frank, but he really kind of stole the show. Like I thought George the assistant like in his performance was hilarious. Um and it kept bugging me. I was like, I've seen this guy in other stuff before, and I couldn't figure it out. Why, figure out why? And there we go. Mystery solved. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I like the variety pack of cursed objects. It was kind of uh, slightly MacGuffin-y for the for the whole episode as a whole, but uh, I like that part of the show. I liked the uh, the the guest casting, like George and his boss, the real estate lady, and Frank, like. Uh, they they all did a really awesome job. Um, the real estate lady was uh, really really great at making me hate her. Yeah, mm. my my high point was when she lost her head. Right, you're rooting for her losing her head. I know. I was like, oh, put her head, woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> kitty. Yeah, Hazel says it's off with her head. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but but on the on the low side for me, I've got uh, I just I, I didn't really like the off-screen Lucifer cameo, and the backburnering of that plot was a little it was a little too soon to backburner it in my opinion because they just got into revealing that it was a problem last episode. Right. I guess they couldn't afford to have Mark Pellegrino on for two episodes yeah, in a row. Clearly, but uh, I don't know. Or yeah. maybe he had something else going. They on. did they did that previously in the uh, season two at some point where it was. Showing that he was a problem and then acting like he was there, but not actually having him on screen. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that either. Um, although the worst part for me was just that it was like, oh no, Frank's missing. Mm-hmm. Like, me too. They I got, was sad. I was like, oh, and then I saw the blood, and I thought he was probably dead, and I didn't like that at all. So no, we didn't see a body, so he didn't die on camera. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I kind of have lost hope. The rule of thumb is supposed to be if you don't see him die on camera. There's that. There's that. There's that character in Stranger Things that they say the uh, the the producers have said no, you didn't see him die on camera, so therefore could still be around. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That guy's dead. <laughs> totally. All right. Well, my low point was just a just a really visceral reaction to boiling water down the throat. That's oh just, God. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Absolutely horrible, and, and one of the, I think probably one of the worst deaths of, or you know, ways to die I've seen on this show. I don't think that that would really kill. Yeah, I'm not you. sure that would really kill. I, I mean, unless it may, unless it interfered with your respiration. Well, I guess it like could. if you're drowning in boiling water and then all the swelling. Uh, I think that your throat would close shut first. I don't know. I think that I think what was most disturbing about it was that she didn't have a reaction. Yeah. Like she wasn't screaming or anything or flailing or anything like that. It's just like this really casual thing. It's like, yep, I'm just going to drink this now. Um, I have a question. So in the beginning, the, the ballerina, like she spun around really fast until her feet snapped off and that somehow killed her. I thought that too. I was like, yeah, like that didn't make any sense to me. I was like, wait, how do you, how do you die from that? And like, and like like, on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there was some other sort of impact that we didn't see. I guess, like maybe she, I don't know, like scrambled. I think brain. it wouldn't take long to bleed out with missing feet, but I mean, but yeah, instant like, death yeah, right was a little. There, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. No, it would, it would, it would, right, in, yeah. right there in one, yeah, he did. Yeah, right there in one pool of uh, in one pool of blood. Yeah, yeah, and she wouldn't just like if she if it was a thing of like oh she just lost blood until she died like she wouldn't just like not scream for help or make for the try and or try something. and crawl for the door. Yeah. So, yeah, like no, that was like a thing. That was just like her feet snapped off and she died. Like that's like <laughs> like uh, what. Isn't there like an old Irish story? Oh, the about... red shoes is a is a story about cursed cursed shoes. That is that made is it someone Irish? Um, uh, might be German. I'm not is positive. Okay. But yeah, it's a, yeah. She made made uh, forced her to continue dancing until she cut her feet off. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that was probably the inspiration for I'm this. Sure that well, that that's got to be for that it. particular item. Yes. Yeah. Just a second. I'm going to look because we've got a short enough podcast as it is. I'll cut out the part where I'm looking, but I will find it. Yeah, it's a peasant girl adopted by a rich old lady. Um, a new new pair of red shoes fit for a princess. She wears them to church, but not. she's scolded. And someone, uh, a mysterious old soldier with a red beard, um, says, uh, never come off when you dance. He tells the shoes, and he taps the sole with each of his hands, and then uh, basically she just keeps dancing and dancing and dancing. And Doesn't she die? Um, she finds an executioner and asks him to chop off her feet. He does so, but the shoes continue to dance, even with Karen's amputated feet inside. Gives her a pair of wooden feet and crutches and dance and, uh, teaches her the criminal psalm. Thinking she has suffered enough for the red shoes, Karen decides to go to church so people can see her, yet her amputated feet, still in the red shoes, dance before her, barring the way. What? That is dumb. The following Sunday, she tries again, thinking she's at least as good as the others in the church, but again, the dancing shoes bar the way. How could the... She gets a job as a maid in the parsonage, but when the Sunday comes, she dare not go to church. Instead, she sits alone at home and prays for God to help. The angel reappears somewhere. There's an angel in there somewhere, apparently. Now bearing a spray of roses and gives Karen the mercy she asked for, her heart becomes so filled with sunshine, peace, and joy that it bursts. And her soul flies on sunshine to heaven, where no one mentions the red shoes. Wow! Wow! <laughs> That's that story. That story went on for way too long. Wow! What's like that, he like, on? That, st- that story should have that story should have ended at like she got wooden feet and learned her lesson. Yeah. Like that's that's it. <laughs> and everything was cool. Like it's... then she was oh. so happy that her heart exploded. Oh, then she went that to is. Heaven. Wow, that is terrible. I do not like that story. <laughs> Neither does Hazel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we all hit our low points then? Um, yeah, poor Frank was mine. Poor Frank was yours? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mine as well. Eh, boiling water. Do we- <laughs> <laughs> eh, boiling water. Eh, you know. Well, I have one quote. I don't know if anybody else has any. Nope. Uh, I have a few. I have several. This was okay. pretty well, then quotable. I'll, then I'll take my own, my own one first. Then <laughs> uh, listing the listing the items they're going to search out next: a vintage gentleman's magazine sold to Peter Yankett, twenty-seven Johnson Lane. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> That's the next line. Yes, really. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Yankett. Johnson Lane. Poor kitty. Well, that's my only quote. Oh, okay. I wonder how old porn kills you. Pretty sure you don't want to know. Yeah, you're probably right. 
Uh, I'll start with the uh, wait. Are you getting the strong urge to Prince Siegfried myself into oblivion? Yes. You really did see Black Swan. <laughs> Dancers are tap shoes full of crazy. I saw Black Swan twice. Come on, Sam. Hot tutu on tutu action. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I actually wrote down a serious one for this episode because I really liked that Dean took the time to say it. Uh, he's talking to the um, antique dealer's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, hey, a little tip. Feeling guilty ain't going to bring him back. Best you can do is live your life in a way that would make her proud. Thank you. That was good. Sure. Fine, call me if you don't die. <laughs> hey, when did you become the boss of me? You don't like what I'm doing, you can stick it right up your Montana. <laughs> My cat. <laughs> I'm sorry. You she can is... pick her up and feed her. I don't it's, know what her... It's... I'm going to feed her. Yeah, she I'll take just... a moment to feed her. It's funny. She's, she's mad. You mad, kid? Any more quotes, John? Uh, that's all I got. Okay, I got one more. All right, and you had one more quote. Yeah, uh, Sam and Dean are talking, and Sam says, Lucifer will not shut up. Even now? He's singing Stairway to Heaven right now. Good song. Not 50 times in a row. <laughs> Just odd. It doesn't seem, doesn't seem in character. No. It seems odd and weird. I don't know. I can I can picture Lucifer just sitting there <laughs> singing "Stairway to Heaven" over and over and over and over. All right. Do we have a winner? I mean, I had to pick. I, I know Sam's not really having a great time of it with the uh, whole hallucinations and everything, but he did uh, he did wield the sword and uh, win the battle. Yeah, I still put Dean. I didn't really have a reason. Because <laughs> you like Dean better. <coughs> I do. <laughs> so once. Yeah, I sort of. I went with De- Dean by default again because Sam is just losing it. Yeah, he did almost die, like trying to drive while he was getting all sleepy. Like that was that was pretty bad. Yeah, I, same for me. I'm going to say Dean by default. All right. Well, oh, he. Oh, he, he. He did give that guy like really good advice. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. that's there true. You go. Yeah. Good advice. Good well, it life. sounds like Dean Good wins uh, pretty much no matter what uh, Devet chooses, so I can do that stat in my head. You can. I can. All right. All right. Well, I you know I thought the I thought the string of cursed objects was was fun. It calls sort of calls back to earlier standalones in that way. There is some some Le- Leviathan arc mixed in as well, but it kind of feels tangential. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if there's any clue. I, I'm not sure what we're getting for the big dick plan. Um, Oh God! <laughs> I think I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if only I had. Well, if you only had some. Well, I know sons, who his neighbor is. If you only had some sons, you could have. You know, you could have little Dick and and Cassidy. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, what is Dick going to? about it, being annoying. Is Dick going to corner the philanthropy market? Is that his big uh, his big plan? Apparently, they're only there to help, according to George. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. So I'm giving it uh, six out of ten. Gooey sons of bitches. Hmm. I was not uh, as enthralled as you were. No. Uh, and again, it's uh, 
Well, I was really annoyed by the real estate people, and I was kind of annoyed by the stealing of the red shoes. Or, well, I didn't. The, I couldn't remember if it was. Yeah, the red shoes that. Uh, I couldn't remember the shoes. I just remember knowing that that was, you know, a fable. And I was kind of annoyed by that, and that none of the other ones were fables. If you're going to do that, at least you need to be consistent. Haven't you heard about the fable of the old Playboy? <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul. I don't go to those websites, sir. <laughs> That's something that perhaps you frequent, and not me. At any rate. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a uh, 5 out of 10 short, stout, steamed up teapots. Hey. Oh, I see what you did there. That's Dip it over and pour it out. You sure did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel exactly the same about this episode that I did the last one. Like, it was like, it was like that's decent, pretty good. You know, not great, but uh, can't really complain about it either. So uh, I'm going to give this one 7 out of 10 objects. Um, I I like this episode. It's uh, I I also kind of feel like it uh, like I did about the last one. It's uh, solid. Um, the main arc in this episode is a little bit better than it seems, but that's all I could say right now. Um, I did not like losing Frank, obviously. Um, so I'm going to give it seven and a half out of ten. Uh, horrible bosses. All right, well, this is the part where I will paste in what uh, Yvette's feedback is, what uh, who wins, who loses, and what her rating might be. Now on to Out with the Old. I wonder what this one's going to be about. I wonder if Lucifer's still going to be in it. Hmm, looks like some ballerinas. Hmm. Who's the wants-to-be-alone person? Is it Greta Garbo or Marlene Dietrich? I think it's Greta Garbo. Is this about a ballet demon? think you can physically do that to your feet now that is a cute kettle all right so we got some demonic possessed objects here oh this red-headed actress that's like the kid's mom is super familiar or i guess maybe she's a babysitter or a nanny i don't know who she is but i'm pretty sure i've seen her in something maybe a lifetime christmas movie but i'm not 100 percent. evil real estate agent who's frank Okay, so the sun is in on it, maybe? Oh, okay, it was being forced. Got it. Is this episode really about real estate demons who are going to cure cancer? Alright, that one was super stupid. Um, uh, I don't know what to even say about it, but I'll give it a 3 out of 10. Um, demonic real estate developers. Uh, just so stupid. I don't know. Um, I don't think either of them won this episode. So, all right. Thanks, y'all, for listening to me ramble for four minutes. And and I'll talk to y'all again soon. Bye. Uh, well, we don't actually have any feedback from, uh, from any of the fans this week. So uh, we'll also be skipping the feedback section. Is there anything else anybody wanted to say about these episodes or the uh, ongoing plot? Uh, I am glad that um, uh, we got uh, uh, some more dick <laughs> this episode. Yes, I did that on purpose. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't really have anything more to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just that, just that. Like we're we're moving forward with that plot line.
makes me happy. It's too bad Yvette wasn't here for my Cassidy joke. She would have loved that. Yeah, I got it. I was here. I heard <laughs> All right, well, John, what is, uh, what is next then? Next, we have another Nubentary. This is for Season 7, Episode 17, The Born Again Identity. Yay! Wow. So, I don't know. Could be a sleeper agent or it could be uh, a, uh, like a revival church type deal or, or both. Sleeper agent, revival church. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But uh, that's what we will hit next time. And until then, uh, I'll just say uh, happy hunting. Happy hunting. Bye. Happy hunting. You've been listening to Idgitcast from quadruplez.com. Join the discussion at facebook.com slash We love feedback. You can email us or send us an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to prevent accidental spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The theme song for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. Find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. Lyrics and vocals by Idgitcast's founder, Allie Jones, who you can find out all about at imthewonderband.com. The closing music you hear right now is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan and is used by permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as back episodes of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You can hear more from the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, an intro cast for the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. John Pavlich can be heard on CastleCast, a fan cast for the ABC series Castle at castlecast.net, and his own Sofa Dogs podcast at sofadogs.libsyn.com. Now you can also watch the Sofa Dogs YouTube channel at youtube.com slash user slash Sofa Dogs. Annie is currently acting as global coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of charity screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity, benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host an event, visit www.cantstoptheserenity.com. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, an intercast for the television series Slings and Arrows, also featured on quadruplez.com. Yeah. Why is why is Skype su- telling me you're suddenly online, Paul? Oh, I'm online, by the way. <laughs> just all of a sudden. Yeah, none of this right. none of this is recorded because I wasn't there. It was just a ghost in your head. Sure, hope you're recording. Yeah, I'm, I am recording. That was a joke. <laughs> I'm stabbing my palm, and you're not going away. <laughs> <laughs>